Canela. What's happening in Miami? Happy Friday, happy Friday. Thank you for listening today and every day. Today's podcast is going to be short and sweet, but there's just too much going on. And I can't wait around for all the cool things that we are planning for the show. There's a lot of good stuff happening and a lot of good stuff coming up right now. I just need to reach out to you guys, get some things off my chest. There's just too much to get to. Sidney Powell and Rudy G had a press conference today, and we're going to jump right into this uh, Trump election and presidential election situation. Um, I want to clarify something before I get into this is that I really want Trump to win. Okay. I, I, I mean, I would like to know that we are not electing Kamala Harris to the White House. The thought of Biden Harris running this country and destroying our economy, possibly packing the courts, ruining our system of government and our way of life is absolutely abhorrent to me. I have to be clear about that. I know that there's probably a few of you out there who may not understand why I'm saying that. You guys may disagree with me. I don't have a problem with that. Um, this is an open forum uh, where I get to do all the talking. So I really don't have a problem with you disagreeing, but I would like for you to listen and understand something, you know, as a Democrat or possibly a Republican who disagrees with what I just said, I feel like you're being hoodwinked. Okay. I feel like your party or whatever your view is, is incorrect. And if you can sit here and honestly convince yourself that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are better for the United States, just because Joe Biden's a nice guy. Okay. And he doesn't, you know, follow the, uh, the, the routine that Trump does of, of challenging the status quo. Um, you know, you can, you just can't get progress without some kind of disturbance. You have to, you have to, you know, there has to be a disturbance in the force before you know you know how to uh, use it correctly. So, <sighs> Joe Biden, by the way, he was being called a lost candidate, okay, and a wash uh, in February of 2019, January of 2019. All of a sudden, this guy has, you know, I don't know, marvelous debates. He wooed the country and he destroyed the rest of the potential nominees. And then somehow he rose from the ashes to the Democratic nomination based on his charm and wit and personal performances instead of some other force of nature. If you like, believe that you're surf certifiably nuts. Okay. There has to be something behind this guy. Then you couple that with believing that Kamala Harris, one of the first dropouts, okay, by the way, in the race, for the presidential nominee or the Democratic nominee. She dropped out back in December of 2019. She was one of the first ones. She just couldn't generate any kind of traction at all with anyone. And then she gets selected to be the VP nominee for Biden. Like I'm speaking. Okay. Makes absolutely no sense. Okay. But if you're sitting there telling yourself that one Biden blew everybody out of the water because, you know, he's got that incredible energy and the way he puts his thought together. So, eloquently and perfectly his squeaky clean record on his racial slurs over 47 years and you ain't black and his penchant for transparent international business deals comrade if like you believe that that guy and kamala harris just charmed the pants off well come to think of it she may very well have taken little willie on a steamboat ride through the harris jungle but that's not for us to know if you think those guys won this nomination. They wooed America into the nomination. The Democratic Party was super thrilled to have them. Well, actually, no, the party might be. The Democrats in the nation are thrilled to have them instead of maybe even Bernie Sanders or or Pete Buttigieg or somebody who actually had some kind of excitement or developed some kind of excitement. They want this 
dinosaur, right? And this lady who's never done anything, that's who the Democratic Party threw in there. So if you guys think that they did that and there's nothing behind them and, you know, there's nothing pushing them along, uh, I would say that I have a great straight jacket right here next to me waiting for you. I use it for kinky shit, but that's none of your business because we are having a serious discussion here, fella. So I think you're crazy if you believe that. <clears throat> to close that thought, your party's lying to you, okay? Period. They're just setting up a major overhaul in the United States, the Great Reset. They're hiding it in plain sight, and you're allowing it to happen. Actually, actually, I take that back. You're actually enabling it to happen. And remember, there was a saying when you were growing up, be careful what you wish for. Well, guess what? My Latino immigrant ass happens to like this country the way it is, and I've been a minority here since birth, and America and Americans, and I, I, I'm talking about the regular folks, not the damn intellectuals who would look at you sideways if you wear a leather jacket or you decide to run uh, or decide to hunt for your meat instead of buying it at a supermarket. The Americans, okay, have been phenomenal to me. Americans have been phenomenal to my family. Americans are great people, Democrats and Republicans alike. Americans are great people. So, and America is a great country. And, you know, <clears throat> if you uh, if you disagree with that and you want to change this entire system just because a couple of people are telling you that they've been through some crazy crap and you think that the majority of America is like that, I've been all around this country. You're wrong, okay? And I'm tired of pe people using stupid things like race to shame people, normal people, normal Americans. And I'm sure it's happened to you guys where you feel like you can't say something because you're going to be called a racist. Hell, but right now they're saying that that because the people in Michigan decided to not certify the election, they jumped on them. The, the, the left jumped on them because it was a more mostly black community or mostly black county, and, oh, it's racist, and this is racial, you're perpetrating racism, and it, you know, it can't have anything to do with the fact that there was some weird shit going on. It has to be racist, right? That's what they use to shame people into basically submission, you know? And I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of it. You know what? Go listen to, to Candace Owens. She's just a fireball. I love that woman. She's awesome, and she is a black woman conservative she speaks great and i love her i am I, I, listen there's no way to be racist and 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 say what i'm saying okay she is a phenomenal young lady and i hope she runs for office and i would stand right behind her she's very well spoken and and um her points come across perfectly she's not she doesn't play the victim so stop using a race card okay stop your your party's lying to you and the, you know you guys aren't the woke ones. You're about to be the broke ones. We're all about to be the broke ones. Anyway, the point I was getting to earlier, Trump's legal team came out for 90 minutes. They talked about all the evidence and all the lawsuits. But you know what? I told you guys that radio red pill is about honesty. And I have to be dead honest here. I am not drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm not. I'm sorry. I told you before, I really want Trump to win. You know that that's what I want. I want that about as bad as I want to send Colin Kaepernick to Cuba for five years so he can eat that Che Guevara t-shirt for lunch one day after he's been hungry for about a week or two, you know, eating dirt over there and talking about how great, uh, how great communism is and how horrible this country is. But anyway, I really want Trump to win. But listen, 
I'm about being fair and and truthful. And all this talk about oh, release the kraken, and the kraken is released. Listen, there's no fucking kraken. Okay, all I heard was statistical anomalies. I heard data. I heard affidavits by citizens. Um, you know, listen, affidavits can be faked. People have political agendas. Um, statistics, even though there are statistical anomalies, statistics are not they're they're by definition, right? It's probability and statistics, like statistical anomalies don't make any sense, but they do happen, right? You're not supposed to be able to disappear a a a tumor, but some people think it through and 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 Miracles happen, okay? So a statistical anomaly, they happen. Things happen, okay? Things that that aren't supposed to happen, happen, okay? But I have a problem with something that that just doesn't correlate in my brain. If the the Democrats cheated on this election, where the hell were the Republican operatives, the, the, the intelligence side of the Republican arm, the GOP, where was that at? in preparation for this cheating. I mean, guys, if, if if you look at, if you listen to Jimmy Kimmel, which I don't know why you would, but if you like to listen to Jimmy Kimmel, he had a, a, a an interview. Actually, I take that back. It was Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon had an interview with Bernie Sanders. And they were there talking and having a good old time. And uh, Bernie laid it out. He laid it out. I mean, when we start video podcasting, I'm going to show you guys clips. But I promise you, if you look it up, you're going to see it. Bernie Sanders laid it out state by state, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, all of them. He said it. He's like, oh, God, I'm, I'm concerned. What's going to happen is Trump is going to be winning. And, and the day after, we're going to get all these votes. And it's a, it's a bad reason why they can't count the votes. I don't know why, but it's just that's going to happen. And whatever. My Bernie Sanders imitation sucks. But the point is, he laid it out. Okay. The guy laid it out. He said the states that was going to happen in and... It happened exactly as he said he was. So the guy says it on national television, and we don't have any kind of, when I say we, I mean the Republican Party has no kind of stopgap. They have no fail safe. They have no security. They don't have anybody to catch these guys doing it. I don't believe it. I, sorry, I just don't believe it, okay? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I am a realist, and I do understand intelligence. And if they don't have people waiting for these guys to cheat, and if they didn't have people basically watching what was going on they don't have a smoking gun I, i'm just not going to believe it we need a smoking gun that's the cracking we need the evidence okay uh where, where's the proof i don't want statistical anomalies i want proof hell why didn't they contact edward snowden or one of the hundreds of counterparts that the guy has to have in the u.s community through in the u.s intelligence community we got the cia we got the nsa we've got all kinds of a's okay and we don't have one guy hell the kid that that broke into the the server of the miami-dade school uh system call that guy that guy could probably set a trap for voter fraud if if, if he wanted to where is the proof Okay, without that, without the smoking gun, it's just not going to be enough. All it is, all it's doing is making Trump look like he's a freaking crying baby. It's making us look like we're retarded because we keep saying, well, and we hold on to a little bit of hope. And I don't think it'll be enough. The popular vote, there's a disparity of 6 million votes. I mean, that's twice the amount of people that live in Dade County. Okay, not the voters, just people, right? There's like 2.7 million people in Dade County. Six million votes. That's what separates. It's two Miamis. Okay. You can't just overturn that. Now, obviously, I'm not retarded. And I understand that through the electoral process and the electoral college, 
there is a, a path, but it's a small and it's a slim path. And regardless of the path, I'm an American, okay? I want an honest election. If there was mass cheating, okay? If there was mass cheating, I will accept it to be overturned. If there wasn't mass cheating, if there was a few assholes who who cheated and some dead people who voted and, you know, Beetlejuice is over there uh, uh, voting for, for Biden, listen, okay, it's going to happen. It's been happening since the beginning of time. You know, elections, people have been cheating on elections forever. And, you know, that's not going to change. Not everybody has integrity and not everybody sees things the same way. Okay, but as Americans, our foundation should be that we are the greatest economy, uh, the greatest economy is what Trump gave us, the greatest democracy on earth. And right now we look like, I don't know, man, the, the a third world country being run by goons. Okay. That's we're divided and it's not all Trump's fault. So stop with the, it's Trump's fault that we're divided and his rhetoric. We're not, we're not divided because of Trump's fault. We're divided because the only thing that we do is put each other down instead of finding common ground. Okay, when, when 9-11 happened, everybody got together, the common ground, and we fought for what we thought was worth fighting for. Okay, right now, we don't have that. We, we just don't have it. And, and we can't be that ridiculous. We have to, politics has become like a cult, okay? I mean, it, that's what it is. You have kids that don't even talk to their parents anymore because they're so liberal that they blame shit on their parents that their parents had nothing to do with it. Their parents are just raising them, giving them opportunities, sending them to college. Then they come back and they get pissed at their parents and they don't want to talk to them just because the parents are maybe more fiscally conservative than they are. That's ridiculous, okay? They're your parents. I mean, they raised you. Stop being an idiot, okay? If you guys have a disagreement, you talk it out and you say, look, this is what I believe, this is what I believe. You know, nine times out of 10, your parents are right, man. Their, their experiences, you turn into your parents, okay? So, you know, you may have been a little more liberal like Candace Owens says. She was liberal in the beginning. And as things started to happen, and I personally have found out and have seen that there's a direct correlation between responsibility in life and being a little bit more conservative. When you're younger, you have zero responsibility, so you feel very free and, oh my God, everything's great. Of course, right, because your parents pay for your cell phone, your parents uh, work, you you go home and do your homework, you do nothing, You they're, they're like, come on, get good grades, do whatever, and you have, a, you know, you have that going for you, you have no responsibility, you don't have any kids, you don't have to feed anybody, you're not giving up the government, 25% of your pay and your income to the government, so... Yeah, everything's free, rainbows and unicorns and whatever. And uh, then life kicks you in the balls, right? And then you start to realize, hey, I better slow down. All this free college and all this free junk. Yeah, it's great. I have student loans and all that, but I have it. I'm making it happen. Everybody gets free college. Who's going to pay the professors? Me? I got to pay for, oh, so I got to pay for your medical and I got to pay for your college. Come on. So anyway, I'm not going to give you guys a, a rundown of why p people become more conservative. I'm just trying to tell you that right now there's a 6 million vote differential. It's too many people on technicalities. They need a smoking gun. They need mass. They need proof of mass voter fraud. They have to show it to the people. They have to show it to the courts. It can't be, oh, there's a couple of people. And then we go to the Supreme Court just because the Supreme Court happens to be more conservative now. And some people are going to say, oh, they owe Trump a favor. Guess what? That's why Trump wins. That's going to be bullshit. Okay. It's going to create more havoc than there needs to be. And if we lost the election on the right, 
we wouldn't destroy the co- the country. But all these babies who are super woke, but they're a bunch of babies, they're going to go and destroy the country, and I don't want to destroy this country either. Okay, we lose, we survive for four years, we regroup, and we come back and we kick their ass in the next election. That's what we do, okay? That's what we do. And in the meantime, we continue to educate our youth, we continue to educate people, we continue to stand our ground. We, we're not harassed and we're not bullied into you know, being afraid of, of who we are. We are who we are, right? We believe in, and we have principles and we believe in our principles. And it's time that in America, you stop feeling bad for who you are. Okay. There's no feeling bad for being a normal person. That's another thing. Candace Owens just had a beautiful post on stop feeling bad for being a normal person. I've been saying that for years. Stop it. Why, why is it that we have to conform to what happens or what people think in the absolute minority of people most people are in regular relationships they're regular people they're not going out that's fine i don't care nobody has a preference nobody cares nobody's judging okay but stop telling the majority of people what to do if if you're you know if you're a little different it's fine be different be artistic be be expressive you know be outgoing it's fine but some people wake up in the morning go to work come back home go to their kids soccer practice come home again have Thanksgiving dinner, okay, Dwight Newsom or or Governor Newsom or whatever the hell your name is. People care about their families, okay? Like, let's let people be people and let's stop feeling bad for who we are, all right? That, that's my message. And I can tell you right now, if Trump loses this election, it's okay as long as we don't lose our democracy through the election. We have to figure out what the hell happened and we have to correct it. All right. The next time we have an election, it can't be like this. And I'm not giving up and I'm not saying the next time because I'm conceding. Trump shouldn't concede shit. Okay. Trump should fight until the end because that fight is what's going to allow us to fix this system. If he doesn't fight, he's giving up on half of America because even though 79 million people voted for, for Biden, there was still 70, whatever, three or 74 million that voted for Trump. And that 74 million people is a shit ton of people. Okay, so you can't just disenfranchise half the people in the United States and the other side can't get pissed at us because that's why it's in the Constitution. That's why there are rules for this kind of thing. He doesn't have to concede. If he loses, he goes, he shakes the guy's hand and he goes, hey, you got me, but I'm coming back because that's what a fighter does. Okay, that's what he does. So I think that's what's going to happen. Hopefully they will come up with a smoking gun. But right now, I wouldn't believe all this Kool-Aid, guys. Everything that's going on out there and all the stuff, the statistical anomalies and all that, it's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. We need the smoking gun or nothing, you know, just uh, make it clean and figure it out. Anyway, that's my message for today. I told you I was going to keep it short and I probably went over what I thought I was going to talk, but I can't help it. I want to thank you guys for listening. And uh, I just want to give you an honest spin on what's happening currently. And hopefully I entertained you and I provoked some thought in each and every one of you. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Listen, you can find us on Spotify, on Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Video casts are coming soon. Stand by for that. We're, we're working to get content out to you guys. I promise we're going to be making some really cool shirts, some really cool hats, some stickers, bumper stickers. It's a movement, guys. It's a movement, and it's not the Radio Red Pill movement. It's the movement for conservative thought, and it's a movement for keeping America through these times, no matter what happens. Okay. That's the movement that we are representing. And I'm going to do my damnedest to present it honestly, fairly, and, uh, and to help everybody kind of stick together through this. Okay. 
I, I really want to thank you for listening today. A shout out to all the brave men and women in our military. I have a very, very, very special shout out to my niece, Alexandra, who recently carried on the family tradition of becoming one of the few and the proud. I'm extremely, immensely, insanely proud of you, baby girl. And God bless you and all the men in your unit and all the women in your unit and everybody who's out there fighting for us in the Marines. You know that I feel it in my heart. Hoorah and Semper Fi. Thank you for everything that you guys do. Okay. All the first responders in Miami, thanks for all you do. God bless you and keep you safe. And listen, please contact me at Roly at RadioRedPill.com. I'm making some stuff and I'm going to be giving out some free stuff. I'll mail it out to you um, or at the next event for, for, let's say, police or firefighters. I know that there's some gift drives coming up and stuff. I'm going to try to get out there with some free stuff for you guys so you can kind of Support Radio Red Pill and remember that Radio Red Pill and our community supports you. Thank you guys. Stay safe. Enjoy your cafecitos and as always, Candela.